Hello and welcome. You are listening to the 1% Christian, the daily Bible study where we get together for 1% of our day. We study God's word and then we head out to the remaining 99% to do something amazing with this life that he's given us. I am Pastor J.D. Ambrosio with Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, New York. I invite you to check us out at SOH. Dot church. While you're there, download our mobile app. We've got a free digital Bible on there and a ton of great other great resources uh, that you can take advantage of, including an online community chat with us. Uh, we just launched our foundations course. So if you are looking to learn more about uh, the foundations of Christianity, you can reach out to us there as well. I want to put that out there. And last but not least, if you are listening anywhere where you get podcasts, like, share, subscribe, turn on your notifications, leave a comment. It helps us to move forward and continue to grow this Bible study, which I enjoy uh, hanging with you each and every day as we study through Matthew. And we are in chapter six. We're actually going to be closing out chapter six today. We are in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus talking to the crowds and addressing many, many uh, things. We have uh, certainly gone through a lot, and we're taking this in some cases in like two verse chunks here. Uh, So it's interesting because we went through the Gospel of John and with John, it's it's a whole lot of Jesus going from place to place in events. Um, in Matthew, Matthew focuses on five very deep teachings, uh, along with, of course, uh, Jesus's life and ministry. So when we get to these sermons, right, um, it's important for us to really hit on these points individually and not gloss over. What I recommend is that you go and also uh, do some reading on your time. Go back and read the chapters that we're in, uh, and I would love to hear from you as to what you are uh, both learning in this study and in your own study time, uh, and also what you are doing with the remaining 99% of your day when we wrap up here, because that's uh, uh, that's what we do, right? We get together. We spend 1%, maybe a little bit more uh, of our day studying God's Word, and then what? what's the sense of learning if we don't go out and apply, right? Uh, scripture tells us to be doers of the word, not just hearers of the word. Amen. So today we're going to see Jesus address the crowd and address something that really impacts the quality of life for us all. And it is a major factor in uh, achieving our goals in life. It's a major factor uh, of us living healthy lives, both both physically, mentally, and uh, also spiritually. And that has to do with the level of worry that we allow in our life. And I could speak for myself, uh, maybe you can uh, attest to this as well, is that it, there's a lot that we can certainly worry about. We watch the news, we look around us, we have our loved ones, we have our own life, and it's easy to dwell on what could happen. And every day we are faced with the decision whether to operate in faith or fear. And really both are similar. They're both the thought of what has yet to come. 
but one is trusting in God and the other one is uh, trusting that in destruction and calamity and lack and every other thing that we could put our mind to. And the challenge is, is that when we go on the fear side, we bottle up, we make decisions uh, based upon that fear. And that's never a good thing. God does not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. Those are kingdom principles. And how we address worry is also going to impact the level in which we can experience the kingdom of God. I hope by now we have taken the concept of God's kingdom and hear me out here, taking it off of just heaven, just the place when we where we go when we leave this earth. And like Jesus prayed, Father, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that we can take the things of heaven and bring them here. That's part of manifesting the kingdom of God in our life. And so many of us are looking at what's going on in the world and saying, oh, these things must happen. Or you hear the term, uh, hell, uh, the world is going to hell in a handbasket. Well, I come against that in the name of Jesus. I believe that we have the power to extinguish every fire, every infirmity, every bit of evil on this earth. And we do it through his love and we do it through faith and we do it through operating and acting in our faith, which goes beyond just going to church every single week. Some of us uh, on some weeks or some of us Christmas and Easter, right? No, it's more than that. It's living and walking out our calling in this world because we're all meant to do great things for God. Amen. So let's read what Jesus addresses the crowd about with uh, in terms of their worry. Verse 25, Matthew 6, 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is it not more than food? Is life not more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Powerful stuff there. He says, don't worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, your body, what you'll wear. And you can see where Jesus is going with all of this. He talks about, you know, storing up treasures, right? Treasures here on earth, the treasures in heaven. He talks about um, vision. How do we how do we see this world? He's addressed in the Sermon on the Mount our own identity and what we are supposed to do whether or not we are living under a law or whether you know he is addressing the covenant that that God is putting out there and that ultimately that we are under God's grace that God's got us in every circumstance and right here he goes for our worry stress is one of the leading contributors 
to sickness. And he says it here. He says, how many of you can add one single hour of your life by worrying? Actually, it's the opposite. Because worrying can make you sick. Worrying wastes your time. So much that we fear never happens. And you may realize that sometimes even when things do happen that we don't expect, that that's what makes us who we are. That if we never went through any resistance, we wouldn't be as strong as we are today. And you may be listening to this and you may not feel strong, but I promise you that the trying of your faith produces patience. And if you let patience have its perfect work, you will become strong and lack nothing. God wants you to lack nothing. I think about the movie, The Matrix, when the little kid's sitting there bending the spoon. And what did the oracle in that movie, if you haven't seen the movie, check it out. It's a good movie. And the whole thing, Neo's looking and the oracle says, there is no spoon. That's the secret to everything. And that's the way it is with lack. We focus so much and worry so much about lack that we end up being in lack. We end up creating these things when really times where we are in want are, are times where God is going to provide no matter what. And he uses the example of birds, right? Birds, they don't, uh, they don't sow, they don't reap, they don't store away. They really don't do much. They, they, fly around, they make nests, they eat seeds, they drop seeds in other places. I mean, God uses them to plant. They don't even know that they're doing it. I don't have to dive into that process. You can figure out how that works. Yet you and I have been given a brain. We've been given a soul. We've been given the ability to choose right and wrong, to create. We've been created in the image of God. How much more? Are we capable of how much more will God provide for us when he provides for the birds, when he provides for the fields? It says now, and why do you worry about your clothes? See the flowers of the field grow. They don't labor. They don't spin. Flowers don't do anything. They sit there, look beautiful. Actually, they do. They don't make, realize what they do. They spread more flowers. They give uh, nourishment in a lot of ways, they, they're, they're there, but God takes care of them. It says, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. And if God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? God's going to provide for you no matter what. You may be in a season of ease. You may be in a tough season. You may be in a season where you're struggling with finances, struggling with health. You got to trust God in these situations. God's going to take care of you no matter what. No matter what. He takes care of things. You couldn't contribute as much as you could contribute to this world. He will take care of you. You were created in his image. And he draws the comparison of the lilies of the field, the flowers, and how they're beautiful. And how he Solomon wasn't even as beautiful as this. 
but he clothes the grass of the field and he'll clothe you. Don't worry about that. In 31, he invites the crowd to cast away all worries. He says, so don't worry. Saying what you will, what will we eat? What will we drink? And what shall we wear? For the Gentiles run after these things. And when he says Gentiles, he's talking about those that are not Jewish, that are outside of you know the covenant that they're used to. Now, obviously, the new covenant is open. That was the mystery of the gospel, that the new covenant was open to everybody. That's what Jesus was easing them into, because everybody likes to be the special one. There's no favorites in the kingdom of God. Amen. And that's what the new covenant is. One of the amazing things of the new covenant, it was opened up to everybody. So he says, don't worry about what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll wear. Non-believers run after these things. And your heavenly father knows that you need them. Here's a big point. He already knows that you need them. So if God loves you and he knows what you need, Will he supply what you need? Scripture says that he'll supply your needs according to his riches in glory through Christ Jesus. So if your faith is being tried right now, if you have an area of lack, are you operating in fear? Because fear will bring delay in your life. Are you operating in worry or doubt? How's that going for you? Is it adding to your life? Is it helping the situation by worrying? Maybe today's the day where you cast the worries aside. You put it aside and say, you know what? I'm going to trust you. I'm not going to let it bother me. And for those of us who have been through a lot, has God ever let you down? I'm not saying have you ever been in some trouble or lacked. or Of course you have. Of course you have. It's part of your testimony. But you're here. And God's provided. You haven't starved to death, have you? God's going to provide all your needs. And if you trust him, you'll experience it to his riches and glory through Christ Jesus. He says, so don't worry about what you'll eat, what you'll drink, what you'll wear. For the Gentiles run after these things and your heavenly father knows you need them. He already knows. And here it says, but, but, you say, oh, well, here's the catch, right? Verse 33, Matthew 6, 33, and we've said it for a couple days now. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. In other translations, it says, seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto your life. Given, added. There's an ease to that. And so many of us have gone through life and it's been hard. It, it, you may have gotten to this point. And you feel like every single thing that you do is so stinking hard. Well, I invite you to seek God first. His kingdom and all his righteousness. If you would put God first. He knows what you need already. So pursuing the things that you need and worrying about the things that you need. It's wasting your time. It's delaying what God wants to do. Turn all your attention on him. Trust him. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and everything else will be added. You don't have to fight for it. It's not going to be hard. It'll be added to your life. 
And I believe that if you're with honest with yourself, he's provided for you every step of the way. He's going to provide for you more going forward. Verse 34, and we'll close it out here. It says, therefore, don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Look, tomorrow is inevitable. I always bring up the Israelites and how he would give them manna from heaven. And then they weren't allowed to take it into the next day. Why? Because God was going to provide tomorrow too. To take it into the next day would be saying, I don't have faith in you, God, to take care of me tomorrow. God's going to take care of you tomorrow. And guess what? Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow technically doesn't even exist because by the time you get to tomorrow, it'll be today. So today's got enough challenge of its own. Tackle today. But you don't have to do it alone. Because you have a God walking with you that will provide all of your needs. And if you go through discomfort, he's going to get you through that discomfort. Push. Don't give up. Don't operate in fear. All it does is delay you. So if that's you and you have had anxiety, had fear in your life, I know I have been there. Take a deep breath, wherever you are right now, and just say, God, I trust you. I trust you today. I know you'll provide for me. Tell him, Father, I take my worry and I put it in your hands. And I walk today in confidence, knowing that you will supply my needs according to your riches in glory through Christ Jesus. And that, my friends, is more than we could ever accomplish on our own. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. I'm Pastor J.D. Ambrosio with Sound of Heaven Church in Deer Park, New York. Check us out, soh.church. This is the 1% Christian, the daily Bible study where we get together, study God's word, head out to do something amazing. Go do something amazing today, and don't worry. God's got your back. Love you guys. Starting Matthew chapter 7 tomorrow. Have a great day.